0: This is the Josh Darty Personal Growth Podcast. Well, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Josh Darty Personal Growth Podcast, where my goal is to inspire, lead, and empower you to take control of your mind and find true fulfillment in life. Our verse today comes from Hebrews 12, 11. It says, no discipline is enjoyable while it is happening. It's painful, but afterward, there will be a peaceful harvest of right living for those who are trained in this way. In today's topic, we are talking about the review of Malcolm Gladwell's Outliers and the the effect it can have on your life if we take the principles from this book and apply it. And I want to tell you this was one of my favorite reads. I have continually heard Dave Ramsey who is one of my uh, biggest influences, talk about it. And so I was like, man, I have got to read this book. So I did, and I was not disappointed. So without taking any further time, let's get into today's podcast. Uh, what is Outliers. Outliers was all about uh, the misconceptions of, of successful people. Uh, Malcolm Gladwell talked extensively about the little-known factors that contributed to the astronomical success of people like Bill Gates, of the Beatles, Canadian hockey players, and many, many more. My biggest takeaway uh, from this incredible book was was how much it really uh, humanized successful people for me. I think a lot of times we can look at these people, uh, the aforementioned people or even other people, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, um just got anyone you think is just extremely successful and we can look at them almost like they're aliens. Like their success is just absolutely untouchable and we tend to look at those people as if they're from another planet. However, you however, if you Look deeper into their path and their the way they were brought up and the circumstances that happened to them. You will see that their success, it makes total sense. And I want to uh, look at Bill Gates because his story is really what um, inspired me and really just motivated me. As he was born in 1955, at a time uh, where the power and the potential of computers wouldn't be realized and recognized uh, for many, many years. And He was born, he was naturally smart, naturally gifted. He scored incredibly high. I think 10 points off of the maximum score you can get on his SAT. So he's a, he was a smart dude. He still is a smart dude. Uh, but let's look a little bit deeper into his life. And the opportunities that were presented to him he was placed in a prestigious school uh, that eventually created a program where students could get computer time And we have to understand is that most colleges at this time did not have computers so this was an incredible occurrence a little backstory Bill Gates was an incredibly uh, wise young man. As a kid, he spent most of his time in books, and his parents were, re- or were scared that he might turn out to be a loner. And so they put him in this prestigious school so that he could continually be challenged, and he excelled in these things. But this school, like I said, got a computer program that most places did not have. He was luckily, lucky enough to be able to have this opportunity in the eighth grade. In the 8th grade, he became extremely interested in computers and what all that they could do. Throughout his time there, he was able to meet Paul Allen, and we will see why this is important here in a minute. But Bill would do just enough to do okay in school, but spent most of his time working and learning about computers since he had a passion for it. He recognized, he was self-aware enough to recognize, hey, I kind of like this thing. I want to learn more about this. He figured out how to get on, uh, how to live on a few hours of sleep, so that he could spend a ton of time working his face off to get good at this skill that he was interested in. And they say that ten thousand hours is about the point of some, the point where someone reaches a mastery at a certain craft. And Bill Gates, because of the opportunities that he had in his work ethic, and he had reached that ten thousand hours long before. He was 20 years old. Not he went. He actually uh, then went off to college, and not he realized that not too far into that, this is not for me. I need to be doing computers, and so he dropped out of college. And he and his longtime friend Paul Allen created the company we now know as Microsoft. And he is man. He's amassed an incredible, incredible empire. But if we look back, it's not just. He just woke up one morning and said, I think I'm going to create Microsoft. Hey, bro, Paul, you want to do this with me? No. He had years and years and years of work and opportunities that he took advantage of. And for me, that really humanized his success. It's not that it's just designated for him. There could have been many other people that were just as smart as him, just as talented as him, but did not have the opportunities that Bill Gates had. And so yes, Bill is incredibly smart. Like we said, he took control. He seized the opportunities that he was fortunate enough to have. And so what does that mean for us? You and me, what does that mean? It means that we must daily do our part to prepare ourselves for the opportunities that await us. We're not going to sit around and wish that life was different complain that life isn't what we would want it to be. So your past will reflect your future until you decide to change the course. What has been always will be until you decide that it's time for a change. See, Bill didn't sit around all day doing nothing, wishing that an opportunity would come his way. No, no, what did he do? He figured out, man, I, I like this. I like this whole computer thing. He was presented with, with an opportunity in school to further that craft. He spent all of his time that he was not sleeping or doing school on computers, working on his 10,000 hours. So what do we need to do? What do we need to do to be successful? I think I think there's three things that really stand out to me, and I want to share those with you. Number one, spend time reflecting on why you have been put on this earth. Now what have you been put here to do? The fact that you are listening to this right now, the fact that you are breathing, means that you have an incredible purpose. But unless you know what that is, it doesn't really matter. Spend time, gain self-awareness of what you're put here to do. What Some questions that, that can help lead you to that or what are you naturally gifted at? And what are your natural strengths, your natural tendencies that you can work with another question is what are your passions what are you passionate about what is that righteous burn that is in your soul what cause exists do you that you can dedicate your time to three questions that can help gain insight and start the conversation of why you're on this earth number one what are you naturally gifted at number two what are your passions and number three what cause exists that you want to dedicate your time to The second thing is when you've kind of figured out why you're on this earth and you might already know, but once you have that information, work your absolute face off to be the best at that which you were created for. Anything worth doing is worth doing with excellence because excellence, man, that inspires people. Excellence honors God. What are you naturally gifted at? What are you here for? And then spend your time doing that. I'm not saying don't have fun. I'm not saying don't relax and take a vacation. That's good. But if every single day you're coming home and watching three to four hours of Friends, three to four hours of Game of Thrones, three to four hours on the phone watching YouTube videos, that is not going to help make you successful. Unless you want to be on those shows or you want to be a YouTube sensation, you need to be focusing on that which you're passionate about. I love this verse in Proverbs six, verse chapter Proverbs chapter six, verse six through nine. It says, "Take a lesson from the ants, learn from their ways and become wise. They have no prince or governor or ruler to make them work. They labor hard all summer, gathering food for the winter. But you, how long will you sleep? When will you wake up?" See, we don't work hard when the opportunity comes. We work hard so that the opportunity will come. We don't work hard when 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 the person comes with the job or the promotion comes, we don't turn it on then. No, we work hard before because we're building characteristics. We're building character traits. We're building the integrity to be able to handle the opportunity when it comes. And it's funny how luck and success, how those things follow the people that work extremely, extremely hard. So the first thing, spend time gaining self-awareness of why you were put on this earth. The second thing, work extremely hard. Work harder than anybody else so you can be the best at that which you are called to do. And then the third thing is please, please, please believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. The fact, like I said, the fact that you are listening to this means that you have a purpose. Please don't take that for granted. In order in order for others to believe in you, you must first believe in yourself. If you don't believe in you, Why would anybody else? There's going to be plenty of people to tear you down, to say negative things, to make your dream seem irrelevant. You believe in you. You were given life. That means God believed in you. That's all you need. God believes in you. You believe in you. And I'll tell you right now, I believe in you. If you're listening to this right now, you're taking time to invest in yourself. And that means you're doing something that most people won't do. Please don't take that for granted. Please believe in yourself. So let's recap what we talked about. Success isn't this ambiguous occurrence that is only destined for certain people. No, what is it? It is a combination of self-awareness, fortunate circumstances, hard work, and seized opportunities. And so how do we position ourselves to be successful? Number one, take time to reflect on why you are on this earth. Number two, Once you have figured that out, work your face off to be the best at it. And the third thing, and I think this could be the most important, believe in yourself. Man, thank you so much for taking time to listen to this podcast. If you find this valuable, I would love for you to subscribe and leave a review or share this with someone that you care about. See, my goal is to help people succeed, and I need your help to do that. And if you have any questions or would like to talk, you can reach out to me at joshdardypodcast at gmail.com. I will put that in the show notes. And also the link to Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell is in the show notes as well. I highly, highly recommend that book. It will change the way you view success. Again, I thank you so much for listening to this. and I hope you have a great day.